Hello. This podcast, I'm going to challenge believers. Off of the last podcast that I gave, it was revealing a key to the kingdom. about praying the Psalms that the Jewish pray to be in one or what they call Echad at one together in unison to the Lord And it's always been a question in my mind how the Jewish people and the Gentiles will ever get into unison. How could that happen, Lord? And it was revealed to me. We pray in unison what they've prayed for, for centuries. It doesn't mean that we we have to be Jewish to do it or we become Jewish if we do it or any of that. It's stooping down off of our agenda into what the Lord wants us to pray. And the key factor is bringing the Jewish keepers of the word, the truth, and the Gentiles the ones who have the spirit in unison as one or at one accord is to pray the same scriptures. Such a simple task. It's getting off our agenda and building what the Lord wants. Building the church that he wants, the believers that he wants, who will listen to him and be led by him. One simple factor If we will pray these scriptures, Second Chronicles seven fourteen, it was it was given several months ago, June twenty first, or maybe even before that. If my people, or who called by my name, will humble themselves and re and pray I will hear from them and I will heal heal their land humble themselves stooping down off of what your agenda is and doing what he wants It's a simple 
simple thing, but it seems to get caught up in our complexity. I can already hear the naysayers say, I don't want to pray those. That make me Jewish. No, it won't. Because the Jews and the Gentiles are all believers in God. They just haven't seen their Messiah, Jesus, yet. But they will. And who's to say more will see him if we join together in the same scriptures? They don't even know they're calling in the king that has already been here. They don't know that. They think they're calling in him for the first time. But they'll see Jesus. They'll see Jesus as Lord. They will. So even if the believers, even the remnant who has surrendered to the Lord will do this one little piece the Jewish synagogues or the Jewish Shabbat is Friday night to Saturday night if we would pray even in that time span these scriptures along with them in spirit We're combining the truth and the spirit together. And there's a, a reward, a reward that comes off of that. He will hear from us. He will hear from us. It's not just us here in United States. It's just not about Christians in the United States and the unity of Christians in the United States or in several other, other countries. It's about the unity of his chosen people that hold the truth and the Gentile believers, no matter where they're at. The spirit realm holds no boundaries. I can pray for somebody in Canada. I can pray for somebody in the UK. I can pray for somebody in France. I can pray for anybody anywhere. And the spirit hears from it. So we have to get off of our agenda. How we see it is. And we need to start bowing down and humbling ourselves to the Lord for what He wants to do. And He'll heal the land both in Israel or United States together. 
or Canada or the UK. It doesn't matter where it is, where the land is, wherever the believers are. land isn't synonymous to one place. It's corporately the land. And there's many believers all over the world. Your land is still occupied by your belief. Wherever you are. And the Jewish people have held the truth and taken it through the ages. That's why they're God's chosen people. And why he gave back the land to them in Israel. Why they became a nation. So if we want to link that factor of Israel and the Gentiles anywhere in the world being in unison or the Akkad, Akkad, I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm not very good at Hebrew, but it's it means unity at one it's like a cluster of grapes you have each individual grape on the on the vine but you have a cluster of them all together that's how the Jewish explanation is of unity And it's a, it's a perfect picture. It's how we're all supposed to be. In the belief of Jesus. Not in the belief of the Methodist Church or the Wesleyan Church or the Baptist Church or the all the divisions and denominations and and so forth. That isn't what God was after. You didn't want all the split-offs and divisions and controversies. and That wasn't anything to do with the belief in him. That was man's doing. So we've built our own church. We've built the divisions and everything. And now he's saying, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to build my church. And who will listen and follow me? and surrender they're going to hear and they're going to do and they're going to act in the way that I am revealing how I want my church built and that's part of the awakening because it's not just about revival it's a mindset 
it's awakening to the mindset. Not your mindset, his mindset. And when you awaken to that, you start acting in accordance to what his will is. And he reveals things. Because you're following. So I, I'm praying that the body that has surrendered and is the remnant of believers will start doing this in unison. And I'll leave my email address in the description. For anyone who wants to contact me and start to do this in unison. I've contacted the prayer group that I'm connected to to give this revelation because it's not for me. It's for everybody. It's something God has revealed to me. So I'm not keeping it. I'm I'm expanding it out there for for this to be done. For the people who are called by his name. And what we got before about sowing righteousness that is definitely a revealing aspect to this all that he can have many reveals and we need to be calling in king of kin, kings as a bride and the way the Jewish people are calling in their Messiah is by doing these prayers and they've done it for ages so we need to join in results we can't just keep going on the way that we've been going on it's not just about bringing in the numbers to salvation it's a part of it but now we know that we need to go out into the marketplace we need to be forthright in our Christian walk and go out amongst the marketplace and not be afraid and not to be squelched in that aspect
to live an example the life of Christ before people not huddled in a church just worshiping and and praising and only there it needs to be expanded that's how evil has expanded itself that's what we're witnessing the advancement of evil because everybody was told to stay in their little church and not go beyond that so we weren't building the church the way God wanted it to be built and it's time to know that we are not going back to that realm. It's too comfortable. It's too familiar. It's too much of a repeat that has gotten us nowhere but only salvations. He's a much higher God. A God of results. So if we're going to be balanced in that regard, then we need to be much higher with Him. Reaching the height of his word. The depth of his word. The width of his word. And where the word, the length, will take us. Not by my, our might. haven't gotten there by our might it's time to let him in in a much broader aspect Second Chronicles 7.14 has a vast understanding to it. It's a much bigger understanding than I even knew. And he's revealing more and more. And he's exposing more and more. So I pray that you'll pray the Psalms on a much better level than 
just I in my prayers. And to include it in on a Friday night or Saturday. Friday night, 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday is the Jewish Sabbath. And they are the keepers of the Sabbath the way it originally began. But we're the keepers of the Spirit. And we have the presence of His Spirit. So the two combined in His Word are Psalms 92, Psalms 93, Psalms 95, Psalms 97, Psalms 98, Psalms 99. Those are the six Psalms that they pray. They also pray this separately. Psalms 29. That the God that we have thunders. He thunders. So if we're in unison, He will thunder. If we roar, His thunder will come. We need to do it in unison as one. Jonathan Kahn brings out an issue in the Mysteries of the Sabbath that the priests blow the trumpet six times and creation in Genesis all correlate to an age because a day equals a thousand years so we've gone through six ages we're at the sixth age we're at the end of the sixth age and the trumpet's blown six times and it will be blown on Rosh Hashanah during trumpets September 18th, 19th, and 20th it's the 18th at 6pm to the 19th at 6pm and then on to Sunday the 20th at 6pm so it's a two day and it denotes Christ blowing the trumpet when he calls us home the Jewish don't know that but they've been practicing all these traditions for ages 
and they've been repeating them and repeating them and rehearsing them all through this time. It's also the Jewish New Year when the biblical calendar changes to a new year. So, just in that, the seventh age is when the kingdom age begins in Jesus. In that, returns. So, we're headed towards the last part of his word. them in their rehearsal and ushering in and on our end we're supposed to be balanced with the truth and I always thought it was the truth of the word well it is but it's expanded even more than that because the truth of the word was was given to his chosen people So it's been revealed in the timing that the Lord has chosen for it to come forth. That understanding to realize it's even bigger than what our minds can think. So... I give that to you because I'm just excited. I'm excited for it and realize that we have an awesome God with an awesome plan that even studying the word to this extent has not even brought up that, hasn't brought it out. So, I pray that you will pass this along to other believers and that I might hear from other believers to get something um, going with this. I've passed it on to my prayer group that I connect with and... Maybe this will go larger than a select few that others would hear and see the revelation in it. So, praise God and hope to hear from you.